0: Welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan. And here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the park. Today, I have a very wonderful and beautiful guest. Her name is Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm so good. You have such a lovely uh background for your for your video for those that aren't listening. Do you want to talk a little bit about it? It's so beautiful and oh, colorful.
1: Oh, thank you. It's um it's a wallpaper that's from a company called Spoonflower. They are a fabric company, but they make Disney wallpaper. Actually, I found out about it from Dapper Day Expo. Um, they Ooh. partner with Spoonflower for some of their fabrics that they make dresses out of. And I can explain Dapper oh. Day in a moment if you would like. Oh, yes. um, but yeah, so behind me, the wallpaper is a Small World inspired uh, wallpaper, but it looks more like the Tokyo version of Small uh, Small World. There's because no, it's really colorful. Great.
0: It's very cute. Okay. I've seen the Tokyo one in person. I'm like, this is the superior small world. Like <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, superior. but it
1: looks so beautiful. I'm for your guests who maybe don't know, I'm a West Coaster and so we love our small world facade, the white and the gold. But that pastel, it really speaks to me. I just oh, can't.
0: It's so I, I will say out of the three that I've seen, which is Disney World's Disneylands and uh Tokyo's, mm-hmm. Disneyland's is gorgeous. I love the out that it's an out starts on the outside mm-hmm. compared to Disney World's where it starts on the inside. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous.
1: See, Beautiful. yeah, that, the thing about the Disney World one, I love the ride. I think it I mean, I'm glad it's in every park. I think it should be. Um, Absolutely. why did they make the outside of that building look like that? That's always what I think about. I'm like what is this? I know that the facade is like inside where you're getting on the boats, but that's that's it's silly. Like put it outside. It looks like a weird right. Renaissance festival vibe in that little section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, what's yeah, so happening?
0: We're like, we get it's Fantasyland, but like Small World is a staple. Yeah, so y'all need to stay on the Small World
1: brand. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, I just wish that that was outside, like all the other parks is. I don't.
0: Yeah. Not sure why they went that um, route, but. I know, I know. Very interesting. Well, you are also on a podcast as well. Um, Would you like to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes, absolutely. So we, I do a podcast with um, three hosts, or four, including me, my friend Chris Braun, (laughs) my friend Mark Andrada, and Jeanette Skopek, and it is called We Like Theme Parks, and we are on the Chip & Co. Podcast Network. We've been doing the show, I think, I want to say like four years, and we focus on Disney and Universal mostly. We love all theme parks mm-hmm. like, um, we're very obsessed with this regional theme park in the Midwest called the Paul Bunyan Park. If your listeners have never heard of this, which most people haven't, please do yourself a favor and go look at their Instagram. It's a delight. No to
0: So like our dream Bunyan is to park. go to
1: more of these things. Uh, we want to go to Dollywood. That's definitely going to be like an episode on our show at some point. But um, yeah, Paul Bunyan. I just saw another one that's on in Denver that I used to go to as a kid, but I don't remember it at all it's called Lakeside. Mm-hmm. And it has like a 1920s Art Deco theme because it was literally made in 1908 and it's still open. So, anyway. um, Good for them. Right. It's really, I saw this beautiful video on TikTok and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what this park looks like. I remember seeing the coaster from the highway as a kid and thinking that coaster is going to collapse. So, I don't know. It's very old, but I do (laughs) want to see it in person again. Um, So, um, but our show we focus mostly on Disney and Universal, and um, we're not really necessarily like a lot of podcasts that we love and know are like the our uh, news podcasts or things like that. And we focus more on like creative ideas and humor. So both the guys Ooh. I work with are comedians, so it's a funny, good time. We're often like off on tangents that we don't see coming our episode this past week was about halloween horror nights so if we have any halloween Mm -hmm. fans definitely go check that one out it's a little off the rails because our host who normally sets up the show was out of town so (laughs) it's uh it's it's episode. yeah everything (laughs) everything all at once it's a great episode but it's it's also like a little different than most of our shows so anyway take that for what you will but it's a good time we have we do a lot of like armchair imagineering and um let's see like um, our one of our hosts is very good at putting games together so we have like trivia games that we do right now we're doing a thing called villains league where we did a draft last year we all drafted villains in specific categories and it's kind of like fantasy football. We do like a debate battle. Each team, like which villain would win each category. And we're almost
0: to the finals of that
1: from last year. So,
0: Oh, my God. That is, that is so fun. Um, and you're going to be oh, on our show soon.
1: Like- and we're going to be talking yes. about the college program. So we also oh, yes. do interviews. It's
0: kind of a free-for-all. I can- we do all of it. <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't wait. And I've listened um, to a handful of episodes and y'all's chemistry just sounds like y'all are just a wonderful like group of friends just hanging out, talking about something you love. Yeah. And it just sounds absolutely wonderful. You. Um, but you have a super fun Instagram handle. Will you please share it with us and what you personally like to talk about, post about and everything?
1: Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is at the Churro Fund. And um, it all came about because I used to. So my page is all about park style. I do a lot of Disney bounding, um, a lot of Disney Not only churros. Uh, <laughs> right, I do love a churro. That is my favorite park <laughs> snack. Um, and so I, yeah, I do post about a churro occasionally, especially if there's like a seasonal one. I'll definitely talk about it. But I'm really like a an original Disneyland churro person. And Absolutely. as many of us know, like churros are different from coast to coast. So if you're one of our wonderful Disney World listeners and you're like, ew, churros, why? It's because you haven't had a you Disneyland churro yet. So just
0: you don't even yeah, know. They are different How things.
1: <laughs> I love that they tried yes. to translate it to the East Coast, but I think it's just too humid there for them to work. But in Disneyland, right. They're crispy. Okay. They're soft in the middle. They're the most magical snack ever. Yes. Um, but yeah, so my page like is mostly Disney fashion, Disney bounding. Um, I go to the park with my best friend quite a bit, so you'll see her a lot. Her handle is at in the middle of a fairy tale. She's also very fun and um, her name too. Right, she's so cute. So my handle came about because uh, early on in my park style days, I think we can all look back on our Instagram and be like, oh, I don't dress like that at all anymore. I was <laughs> just trying yes, to figure it yes. out, right? And I uh, so in the in the beginning of my park style days, I loved a fanny pack, and I still do. I guess now that we're calling them belt bags, but they are fanny packs. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I used to love a fanny pack in the parks. I still will sometimes, but now I've moved more to popcorn buckets. Um, But Mm -hmm. I used to wear a fanny pack quite a bit, and I thought it would be funny to say that my fanny pack was my churro fund because I'm mostly just using my money to buy churros at the park so that's where the name came from and I often I'm like should I should I change it because now I'm like I've moved away from that but I think it's just it's who I am I'm spending money on churros for sure
0: it's so cute and it's so clever and any theme park fan knows like Oh, yeah. You got to save up for those extra special churros right. for sure. Well, they are so. like Please.
1: $6 now, so it is also like <laughs> you got to save the money for the churros because I'll have yes. at least two a trip, you know?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: my um, gosh.
0: Oh, my But, God. yes, your style and your fashion okay. and – So phenomenal. Guys, if you need some inspiration, go check out her Instagram. Again, we'll link all of this in the show notes, all of her contact information and whatnot. But again, you're so stylish. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I was
1: going to talk about the popcorn buckets. So now my style has – and now I'm like, okay, do I I mention this in the handle instead? I have taken like a bunch of popcorn buckets that I just had laying around and I've covered them in rhinestones and now use them as a purse at the park. So also if any of you are into sparkle or – uh, rhinestones are bling yes I'm yes. looking at your stars behind you we love yes. some sparkle I think all Disney fans key, do right like
0: yes Loki I saw you on Juliana's thing that's how I found you oh
1: yeah uh Yuli oh, yeah, I saw you on a pod- Yuli Kovacs yeah, is Jul- that right
0: yes and I saw your sparkles and I'm like, I want to do something for the branding and stuff. And so I like looked at it and your stuff was so beautiful. Oh, I was you. inspired. You are the reason why these stars are They're here.
1: beautiful. I love them so, so much. And I love – Like I've seen a bunch of other people who do it now and it's so fun. I feel like blinging or like rhinestoning is its own little small section of the Disney fan community yeah. now and it's really fun. And I've also just started making disco ball ones. so. Um. We all love a disco ball moment. Like I know it's probably yes. really trendy right now, but I'm going to love them forever. And so that's my new my new passion is disco ball and rhinestones.
0: I love that. I was looking for my popcorn bucket because I'm a big popcorn girl. If I had, uh, not that the popcorn is cheap, especially when there's the popcorn bucket and the $2 right, refills right. or whatever mm-hmm. they are nowadays. Back in my day, it was only a dollar <laughs> like, when I was living in California. Right. Um, but I was able to go to tokyo and they're popping oh my gosh this is another thing the tokyo
1: merch it there's like a few shops that will pop up on my feed that like hey we buy tokyo merch and i'm so tempted every time because they have the cutest stuff i think they just came out with a um winnie the pooh one that i am dying to have it's just oh. all their stuff is so cute that lantern from tangled that lights up get out of here. It's the cutest thing. Oh, Stop. I have one right next to me. I'm like talking like I can't oh, show yes. this to you. But um, <laughs> I bought a cauldron one from a couple of years ago and I painted <gasps> it pink and we're turning it it's... into a like a pastel loved... Halloween moment. And it does light up as well. So I'm like yes. pretty excited for when that when it's covered in stones. Hopefully it will be the front I... doesn't have any it's... right now. But
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh, so that's the new gorgeous. thing because i don't know about
1: you like i love halloween not into the
0: color scheme at all like exactly like when i go to halloween horror nights mm-hmm. here in orlando i like want to dress appropriately in like darker makeup but mm-hmm. i'm more of a pastel girly mm-hmm. so yeah. i've found i'll have to send you some things that i i bought recently to literally go to halloween horror Nights. yeah only reason i bought is like um a uh, pink pastel sleeves with like some uh, skeletons on it that's so dark cute. and so it's like spooky but girly yeah like,
1: like <laughs> i always i like to think of it as like barbie halloween like i love a pastel yes. spookiness you know it's like a little bit cute but also creepy so i'm right in the same wheelhouse
0: it's like i'm a menace like, <laughs> <laughs> like she says I'm adorable but i'm spooky yeah like, like cute sp- but we'll like kill you you know be, <laughs> yes have you seen the super mario movie i have
1: not yet it's one of it's on my list and it's one of those things i I don't know why i haven't gotten to it yet but i need (sighs) to go it looks really fun
0: i saw it last week it's incredible but there's one part and this isn't like a huge spoiler or anything but you know they're they get in a there's a jail scene mm-hmm. and then there's this one little adorable little ghosty character and he's like the cutest little voice and goes oh fresh meat for the grinder and it's like the only escape is the sweet mercy of death and i'm like <laughs> yes so that's cute. us All right.
1: yeah cute <laughs> like but also scary is definitely <laughs> where it's at i think I love it yeah I just got Loungefly last year had the cutest I don't know if you saw it um ghost merch they were like there were ears and a bag and they were both it was like a blue the ears were a blue ghost and a pink ghost and the bag was the same and it was reversible and they glow in the dark and the same the Uh. ears I think are still on sale I just got mine on sale but I'm like so excited to put a Halloween outfit together with those because they're so cute
0: is it bad we're already thinking about Halloween? No,
1: I mean it's halfway to Halloween all over Disney's page. So I feel like they're doing yeah. it on purpose. And honestly, like I'm just not a summer person. I think it's probably because I live in Arizona and it's so hot here. Oh. So I'm always just like, as soon as it gets to this time of Let's year, wrap this yeah, up. I'm like, forget it. I don't <laughs> even want to do it. Let's just go to September, October and do this. And it's exactly. so funny to live in like the as Disney fans, we all know. October or Halloween really starts at the end of August,
0: <laughs> and yes. every normal
1: person in my life is like, "What are you doing?" It doesn't start until October, and I'm like, it's "I don't Halloween. live on that calendar."
0: Right? Do you see those memes where it's like me on September 31st or 30th? Yes. I had a calendar, and then like me on October. It's like, no, 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 me like August,
1: August like 15th. September I'm like, all right, that's enough. Like summer's done. <laughs>
0: so we need to start a club that anybody can join um spooky barbie and yes cutesy girls that love getting dressed up but like spooky yes yes yes
1: yes i feel like it, that's where that whole like you know spooky with a p like spoopy came from is because it's like yeah i like it but i want to be cute and not wear black and purple and like red you Yay. know i'm like i can't yes. i can't do those colors <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. We should uh, create like a guidebook for like spooky. Yeah, exactly. Sp- spoopy. <laughs> spooky. How, how did you? Yeah. Spoopy. <laughs> I love it. So oh cute. my goodness. Um, uh, Back to the popcorn buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one from Tokyo that when I went, I, I did get like a bunch of them, but over the years I'm like, I don't need this much. So i am mm-hmm. only, I'm down to one and it's the Dumbo flying one. And I got to say, those are so durable, but because of you, I'm like, Oh, do i do i want to bling it out it would be and, very cute oh like i'm tempted but i love using them as purses mm-hmm. or better yet planters <gasps> and like put a little that's pot, such a little- cute idea
1: oh my gosh i've never thought of that you're just opening up like whole worlds of possibilities yes. for me now
0: get like a little fake plant and stuff i actually have this one um from disney Oops, it kind of broke a bit.
1: But oh, my gosh, yes. She's showing the Mad Hatter teacup ride with the white rabbit.
0: Yes. Little planter. So cute. I need to fix it. But they, they had one of the Dumbo bucket with fake plants coming out of it. And I'm like, I have the big one. <laughs> I want to put a big plant in it. But I, I love your idea of, like, bedazzling it in this and the cauldron. It's gonna be so fun. Yeah. I have a question. Let's hear it. How long does it take you to do one popcorn bucket?
1: So it depends on the shape. I definitely I started this pink cauldron last year, thinking I could get it done like before Halloween. I started it literally like maybe <laughs> eight days before I was going on my trip, and I got pretty oh. far, but like it's not going to happen. If I didn't have a day job, I could get it done a lot faster. But of course, <laughs> like we have to work to support this habit. So I dang. Um, the trail fund yeah Come right on. <laughs> exactly the trail fund is getting light so i needed a i need to go to work i guess um but if i can work on them consistently the the shape that i do the most often is the balloon the mickey balloon yes. shapes and those take Gorgeous. about uh three weeks for me to do start to finish but that's usually me working on it like maybe 10 hours a week so it was. Pro- it's probably oh, okay, like 30 okay. hours worth of work maybe a little more i i have tried to time it before but i you know it's like anything i forget just to stopping and yeah and i forget to turn and- the yes. timer on and like yes. i need to have just like a timer that is dedicated just in my workspace just to press every time because i'm always like doing it on my phone and then i'm like i'll add it later yes. and then i don't so i want to say it's around 30 to 40 hours worth of work but
0: Oh my goodness. And it it makes sense. Um I I don't know if you sell them, but I you know, people charge mm-hmm. a good and you know, people go, "Oh, like I could do that." I'm like But do you have the time? Right. that is literally what you're paying for. Even at like minimum wage, Mm -hmm. you know, however much it is, wherever anybody lives, plus 30 hours, you know, that's a long time. Yeah, So it totally makes sense. There's
1: also different techniques. Like I could probably do them faster. The technique I use, I use like four different size stones and I do what's called a scatter where I literally am just filling everything in almost like a puzzle. Like I'll just like, oh, Uh this stone is a big enough space for this like it's there's no set pattern you're just kind of just like filling in the space as you see and then there's another one called a honeycomb pattern where you're basically doing lines that are offset from one another so you like put your foundation line in and then the next line hug it but they're all the same size stone yes they like hug in the in the open spaces from the line before and that i think goes a lot faster but i just don't like the look of it as much it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. as sparkly or as full so, yeah, I could organic. I've seen people who yeah. sell the honeycomb pattern and it looks nice. Um and mm-hmm. I can see why they can sell them pretty consistently because you're getting it done a lot faster. I think those take like 8 to 10 hours to do one instead well, of 30, 40, to- 50 or whatever I'm doing
0: over <laughs> right. here. So, when- just these little stars. Um, I started with the honeycomb pattern mm-hmm. on the smallest one because I had um, rhinestones that were in a streak. So it was literally so mm-hmm. easy. Just put it down, whatever. Mind you, they're kind of falling apart a bit. But then this one I did just kind of like your, your spatial one mm-hmm. and it just looks so much better. So I started doing that on all the other ones I'm going right. to add to my video backdrop. But I got to say like do you, what do you use like that E6000 glue? So I started to- with that one
1: and it just like um I think for things that you're not using all the time like like a decoration or something or even this planter probably it's a good option but mm-hmm. I take mine to the park so often and I'm not careful like oh my gosh I made this yellow <laughs> one the first one I ever made I used the E6000 We go to Disney World, it was like right after the pandemic, the parks had reopened and I'm like so excited to do this and I um, hadn't tried it on before so I didn't realize like how much heavier it was for the snap at the shoulder because I just left the strap it came with. So as soon as I put it on, the snap undoes and crashes to the like bricks on Main Street and (laughs) like rhinestones just blasted off of it it was like shrapnel I was like oh my god <laughs> and luckily like, they came rest off in peace. yeah it didn't come off like all in one section so you can't tell but since then I was like okay I got to figure out a different glue so I've been using um it's a brand called super tight and it's their fusion tack and when you you can get it at like Hobby Lobby or Michaels or on Amazon and when you look at it, I, if you guys are wanting to rhinestone a project and you look at this glue, you're like, Miriam, there's no way this is going to work because it does, for whatever reason, the bottle just looks like really cheesy. Like this won't hold anything yeah. to anything, but it like, works. this is kid
0: craft glue. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. That's what it looks like. <laughs> but I promise it is a really good glue. And I like it because it also goes on white so you can see where your section is, but it dries clear. So
0: Ooh. I like to work
1: with that a lot better. But you do have to sand your project really well. That's the only with this oh. one is if you're working Home on tip. yeah if you're working on a plastic um popcorn bucket or anything like that like I, a lot of people are doing those 80s lunch boxes too I have a couple of those yeah just sand your project really well because this glue it doesn't work as well on a slick surface as e6000 will but it does stay oh. better I find over time and it does take oh God. it says 24 hours to cure I would try and have your project done like a week before you go to the parks just to be safe but
0: yeah just to give it that no irritation time and stuff it's like mm-hmm. when you dry you paint your nails and you're like okay it feels dry and then you dent it and you're yeah like, well, exactly well well there's that, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you a little pro tip that I've learned mind you this is just on like a paper um, foldable lantern kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's I'm not bringing it to the park it's just a backdrop but I didn't know that they made sparkly mod podge Ooh. and so when it dries there is like you know there you know i'm not getting every single little bit but when it dries it dries like Sparkly. glitter yeah yes and i like the match podge i don't know the glue you're talking about like are you able to like you know rearrange things after you've initially placed it um it like has glue, for example it has like
1: um probably like um Like a six to ten minute working time, so it's not okay. Not like a super glue where it's like immediately frozen wherever you put it, which is nice. But you do want to like you don't want to be moving stuff after it's like starting to dry. But yeah, it it is like a wet glue that you can like at first like manipulate a little bit and then
0: okay leave on its own. So
1: I do like that about it. Well, if
0: anybody's doing. Paper crafts, I recommend the sparkly Mod Podge. Again, it's really workable, like you're saying yeah. with your glue. Um, you know, I, I don't think Mod Podge is as durable as like going to taking it to the park. Mm-hmm. So definitely get your glue as well. But yeah, the sparkly Mod Podge.
1: I'm gonna try that. Did on. not know it
0: was n- not a thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: we love that. That's I love Mod Podge. It's great, and it smells like so, I know you're not supposed to smell it, but it smells so good. <laughs> it like reminds me of childhood. You know, I'm promise I'm not like sniffing kids. glue, but that one I do
0: like. <laughs> (laughs) oh my gosh i love it i love it we have chatted for so much i didn't even get a chance to ask you but would you like to give us and i'll probably rearrange this but would you like to give us a little teaser of what your magical moment you're going to be sharing with us today
1: um yes it has to do with some of our favorite main street characters in disneyland
0: Oh, I cannot wait. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But um I we we're talking crafts and popcorn and podcasts. I love it. But let's get to know you specifically just a little bit more. Um, why do you love theme parks?
1: Oh, this is such a good question. I get this a lot, obviously, in my daily life, but um mm-hmm. I think it's because when I was little, my parents like started taking us to the parks when me and my sister could like walk comfortably all day. So probably around like three, four for me, we started going because we live in Arizona. So it's like a very easy distance to drive. So of course, like as a kid, I just like thought it was so magical. And then there was a period of time where we stopped going, I think like, like probably around 11, 12. And then we started going again when I was um, a teenager and in college. But also I just think it's part of my family's DNA. My parents went on their honeymoon to Disneyland my um so sort of my all sets of my aunts and uncles all went to disneyland for their honeymoon so we used to do like big family trips there as like like with all my aunts uncles cousins and things like that and i just love the disney movies and um disney channel was like such a big deal in my life and i just think like the world can be really just so bleak sometimes and like a little bit rough and this is always like a beacon of hope and happiness. Even the years that we weren't going, I they used to send like VHS promotional tapes and me and my sister yes. would watch I those all those. the time, like just hoping for our next trip or whatever. So <laughs> I just think it's always been an escape for me. And I also love like the creativity of all the Imagineers and the details that they put into every part of the parks, especially like Disneyland is small enough that they can – really expand on details like I love Disney World because it's like clean and beautiful Disneyland is so like homey it feels like to me it feels like a mansion in Disney World versus a little cottage in Disneyland right so at a cottage you have like all sorts of like knickknacks and things that you've accumulated Mm. over a hundred years or whatever and um Disney World I think there it's like okay this is like our our space we've grown into and we keep it clean and regular and like you know I just like the difference of those two things too I like to compare and contrast a lot and I think there's all the parks have something to offer and I you know like even when you're in the parks you can see like some families maybe under stress but that's just like a moment in time in their day and most of the day is like beautiful and happy and you're in a an atmosphere where you're around a lot of happy people and I just love that like how often do we get that in our daily lives where you're around thousands of people who are having the best day of their life, right? Like not very often. But then if you're a pass holder, you get it all the time. And that stuff rubs off on you even when you're just there for a couple hours or whatever the day may bring. So... It's just magic, I guess. <laughs> it's hard to put into words what it is, but I, my dad was saying the other day, like, we never should have taken you there as a kid because now it's your whole personality. But I'm like, yeah, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> so I do think it was and mostly the them. the
0: problem is. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And then when he goes, he's literally like a kid at Disneyland. Like, he loves it so much, too. So I'm like, you're not fooling anyone.
0: <laughs> it's like, we know. Yeah, we know. You did oh. this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um I I've heard have you heard that TikTok sound or Instagram Reels sound where it's like, well, this is going to be my personality now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
1: literally yeah. when I was 4 and they brought me there, I'm like, this is my whole personality. You guys,
0: this is all that
1: I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it. And I'm, I'm very similar with you. Like I, you know, grew up on the East Coast and I – or not that you grew up on the East Coast, but mm-hmm. like I was going to Disney World and then I lived over in California. And there's just a charm about Disneyland and like you're saying the details and stuff. I My usual comparison that I describe is – um disney world is like new york city hustle and bustle there's so much to do mm-hmm. like a little bit of stress because you know there's a lot to do you want to get everything done while you're there whereas disneyland it's like a small little hometown like you said cottage mm-hmm. and it's just a homey and there's just something you can't describe to people that haven't been or haven't been going a lot and mm-hmm. i just love Disneyland.
1: it's so cute right there i love both they both like i said have something to offer that's different and it's so funny because i think most people do Disneyland, like, over a weekend and then Disney World over a week because you need to. They're so spread out. They're huge, right? right? Disneyland is smaller. But often, I'm like, you're not – You're in a weekend, you're not going to get everything done. You may think because it's a smaller park, you will. Here's the thing. Disney Worlders, Disneyland, and California Adventure actually have more attractions than Disney World, mm-hmm. the whole – of all four parks. So,
0: Absolutely. just in our two little parks,
1: and- I think it's something like five or six more attractions than Disney World altogether has. So,
0: uh, yes, and it's when I first while. heard that fact, I could not believe it. I was like, no. Right, no, because everything
1: is like, no. they they don't waste a, a a moment of space in Disneyland. So mm-hmm. it feels like there's less there because they're all so close. Like, if you, especially you can really feel it in Fantasyland. There's so many yes, attractions. Yes, with all the
0: dark rides. Yeah, there's yes. so many attractions
1: in Fantasyland. And then when you go to the Disney World one, it's more spread out and there's a few less because they have yes. – more space to put them all in. So I think they put, they're like, well, you're gonna have to walk a long ways to get from the teacups to Peter Pan. So we just won't put anything
0: in there. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I was going, I had a thought Um, also with Disney world, you know, a lot more people are coming from Mm -hmm. out of town. And so you need line, you need room for the queues and the lines that everybody waits in. And I will say Disney world, it does have some wonderful, um, interactive cues oh, and really the immersive best. cues they're
1: so good ours like that's the one thing about our fantasy land it's like you're gonna be bored in line because there's not a lot to look yes. at
0: <laughs> yes but luckily in fantasy land you won't wait too terribly long yeah. unless it's peter pan then you'll just you gotta yeah. bite that and bullet you gotta <laughs> play
1: that game on play disney because it's gonna take you yes. forever and there's nothing to
0: do <laughs> nothing i always say like my favorite like ideal um pirates of the caribbean is disney world's queue leading up to it because it kind of gives you that like eerie kind of spooky but then disneyland's ride um system just everything about it because i went i was um i visited back in february and i took a friend who had never been to disney world yet and Mm -hmm. i we were on pirates together and i'm just like yeah we don't have this we don't have that (laughs) it is the ride's done at this point (laughs) it is so much
1: shorter and Mm -hmm. anybody who's like oh it's the same I don't need to ride to the Disneyland you're don't don't make that mistake it is so much different and it is a lot longer but I'm with you like our queue is just a little courtyard like there isn't anything really to look forward Mm -hmm. to and then you walk in and you can literally like see the boats going by so
0: and it gets you excited yeah it's really
1: like that smell just hits you right away and you're um you're ready but I'm with you I wish we had like the pirate theming in the even just like some stuff in the courtyard would be nice I know they can't probably redo the whole thing but yeah I will say our new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in um Toontown that queue is so special and I don't know why they didn't do that in Disney World they could have easily put that stuff in there if, right. if our listeners haven't gotten the chance please go look at a video of the queue for Mickey Ugh. and Minnie's in Disneyland they put all this really cute so better. Mickey prop memorabilia like like these sets of these cartoons are real and so they have like the sorcerer's apprentice costume that they made and the beans Mickey's beanstalk is like going through the ceiling at one point there's a concession mm-hmm. stand with all sorts of Like there's Mickey shaped popcorn and Donald shaped popcorn and power lines from uh, it's like a taffy mentioning power line from a Goofy movie. It's magical. It's so cute. Like every time I'm in that queue, I'm like, wait, I'm not done looking. So they did. That's a that's a testament of a good queue when you're not ready to get on the ride because you miss some stuff, you know
0: i i did it once when i was out there and um we went to the fast pass side mm-hmm, or the mm-hmm. lightning lane side or, but when i went through it i was like wait i wanna i almost wanted to do standby just to see everything that they got to see it was yeah. incredible they show and, you, you get to said, see
1: like a snippet of it in that lightning lane but really to get the full experience you got to stand in the regular line and it's so cute yes
0: we as in disney world here It is so boring. It's so boring. And a lot of it is outside in the
1: direct sunlight. Like, oh oh my gosh, that's that part on the courtyard is brutal. I was there in (laughs) May and I was like, so we this is where we die, I think, is like out in this (laughs) courtyard in the sun. So dang. Absolutely But then and then once you're inside, the posters are cute, but they could have done a lot more. I don't know why they so
0: yes. And talking with somebody else who um Loved the Great Movie Ride, like a lot of us did. They could have put Mickey Minis anywhere between mm-hmm. all four parks, anywhere. Why they the have fact to get rid that of the there's no ride?
1: the fact that there's no Mickey in the Mickey Park Magic Kingdom is wild to me. I've always thought, right. like, what are you doing right. with no Mickey Mouse representation in here? What's happening? And there's exactly. so much room in Magic Kingdom. They could have put it somewhere, honestly.
0: Absolutely. So I'm with you. Um and left the great movie ride. Give it some little love yeah, and I love the great movie like, ride. That was sad. It was perfectly it perfectly was good ride. Um, I will say I was just there on Friday mm-hmm. and um I was with a friend who had never been. We showed up at six o'clock, which I'm like, because we had to wait till it got off work and stuff, and I'm like, i don't know how much we're gonna get done he's never done mickey minnie's never done rise of the resistance we bought a lightning lane for rise of the resistance it was so worth it because his reaction was incredible oh, the best but we did Mickey we did mickey minnie's and luckily at six o'clock like it wasn't in direct sunlight the queue was cut down by a lot and he was like it's an hour and i'm like no 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 i've been in it when it's been longer mm-hmm. than an hour this does not like visually look like an hour isn't that the then, best you know, as a
1: disney fan you're like I yeah. do this a lot with Haunted Mansion. It, it'll be like it'll say forty five mm-hmm. minutes, and I'm like, that is not a forty five minute Haunted Mansion line. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. pop right in there. That's twenty at yes! best, you know. And the people you're with are like, why would you even know that? You're no, it yes. says forty five <laughs> minutes. It's gonna be, and I'm like, there's certain things absolutely. like you can always count on, like Peter Pan will be true to whatever the app yes. says. But like, absolutely, other stuff outside of that. Guardians here, Guardians Mission Breakout. Yes. You can also judge yeah and be like that's not what it says it is
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, absolutely I it's like a it's like a secret annual pass holder superpower it's like (laughs) I can visually tell like and then depending on how long you've been a pass holder is how many rides you can like visually look at and be like okay that's gonna be a 30 minute wait that's gonna be an hour wait (laughs) annual pass superpowers commence yes put it on a t-shirt I want to put that on a t-shirt absolutely (laughs) let's market it (laughs) love it oh my gosh I I'm already enjoying this conversation so much but my second question I usually <laughs> ask guests is not your favorite character but what character are you most similar to whether it be personality and all that stuff. Ooh, this is such a good question it is very tough so my <laughs> take your time I'm gonna
1: start with my favorite character my favorite character has always been Ariel and I just Something about mermaids probably, but it was also like one of the first Mm -hmm. Disney movies I ever saw. So I know I'm saying the character that I I relate to the most is probably true because now she's my favorite, but I I really like, I I needed you to know where I started. So I think the character I most like is uh, Rapunzel or the one I identify with the most is Rapunzel. You know, she's, I feel like she's an introvert who has to become an extrovert you know she grew up in that tower alone there's no way that she's just like like she's so overwhelmed when she gets out into the real world that I think she's having to like put out her personality a little bit more than she probably would regularly and I find I think all of us who are have an Instagram presence it's kind of like that like it seems larger than life but it's like oh no it's just like It's easy to put that in a picture (laughs) and put online, right? So all that to say, but I also like her positivity and um, she's just like sunshine. And I feel like I try to be that for people, especially people I'm meeting in the parks for the first time. Like I, I just try to put out as much positivity as I can. So I really relate to her. And I would love to have a Pascal. He's so cute. He's the best sidekick there is. So <laughs>
0: just he really, is. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh, and so cute. Um, also, you're very crafty like her. I don't know if yes. you make, but you know, she makes candles. Honestly, she, does this, she paints. Very crafty like that her. part
1: of the song really speaks to me. Puzzles, darts, baking, you know, bit of crochet, ballet, all of it. I'm like, I want to yes. try it all. I want to do it all. I want to learn. Ev- yeah, the the way she wants to learn everything, I really feel like I. I understand that inclination like this hobby is great what about the
0: next one and the next one and the next one and it's just like awesome mastered that on to the next yes
1: (laughs) I um do have a wonderful mother though so I don't relate to that part with a terrible (laughs) terrible horrible mother but
0: um Speaking of mothers, I there's a YouTube video, and I believe it was the Little Mermaid's 30th anniversary celebration, and they had, um, um oh my gosh, I am blinking out on her name. Oh, I'm a horrible Disney fan. Who's the voice? Jodie Benson. Benson. Hey, mm-hmm. O'Hara. Um, I I cannot remember her name. Who voices? Oh, Ocahontas. Meg. Right. Oh, was this a different one?
1: I saw one that had the
0: voice of oh. Meg, and
1: then also Mother Gothel. Yes, m-
0: know Mother Gothel and one of the muses was yes, on it yes. too. Mm-hmm. It is a it's a delightful YouTube video. But looking at the lady who voices Mother Gothel, she looks just, you know, very nice and charming. But when she does the voice and she her whole body, her physical it changes. body changes, and she's like, You wanna go outside? <laughs> and you're just like, Oh, Goosebumps, <laughs> like right? love it. You love to I, hate her. <laughs> I
1: feel like I've seen videos like that of Pat Carroll too, who did Ursula and yes. it is Ooh. wild she's like so fun and cute like when she's doing an interview and then just immediately she can just like just it's like her face Aww. changes and she is Ursula yeah. I'm like you don't look anything like her and then all of a sudden you are her it's
0: so cool oh it's amazing it's like I would love to meet you in person and and be your friend but like you are no, you know you're not this character the entire time you know there's some actors you're like oh I bet you act like that all the time or like that is totally your personality and You're like I don't necessarily want to be around that but her oh my gosh yeah and there's a video i'll have to uh, again i'll probably link all of these down in the show notes just so everybody else can enjoy it too but there is a video of pat Carroll, again voice of ursula doing the intro to the haunted mansion like the stretching room cue oh my gosh i need to voice. see this it's oh with so her cackle good. and her laugh you know what we're just gonna pause yes you know i'll cut all this out and i'm going to find it and i will send it to you and i'm just gonna get your reaction oh my god i need to see um, this yes to the haunted mansion, <laughs> I am your host,
1: <laughs>
0: your ghost host. <laughs> that did take it out of you. This is the tour
1: begins
0: here in this gallery where you see paintings of some of our guests in their corruptible mortal state. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. (laughs) Your cadaverous power displays an aura of
1: foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching,
0: or is it your imagination? (laughs) This chamber has no windows and no doors which offers you this children oh. challenge to find a way out <laughs> of course there's always my way <laughs>
1: that is the greatest thing I've ever seen she is oh. amazing oh my gosh that is so fun like, now I, I'm uh, like, can we just. Obviously, she's now passed, but just hang on, my dad's here. <laughs> Hi, dad. <laughs> obviously, she's now passed, so we can't do this version, but man, that would have been such a genius, like, way to change oh. up that ride. I love Related. what we have. Our ghost host is amazing, but mm-hmm. wow, just that added so much to that part, I feel like. like-
0: Instead of, you know, when they do an overlay of, you even for Christmas, maybe it could be like a summer overlay. Because, <laughs> you know, Ursula, yeah. Ocean, summer. And they did
1: have that, <laughs> the original storyline was supposed to be a sea captain. There are nods to it on the ride still, like on yes. the one in Disneyland, we have a weather main on top of the house. Mm-hmm. That's like a ship and it's, like, um, yes. yeah, it's a, a a nod to the original sea captain storyline, so. I think it's there. It writes
0: itself. <laughs> we could do it, You're right? We could do it. Just use that audio. It'll yep. be great. We're already halfway. Oh there. my god! But her her cackles, just like who oh, gives yeah. you goosebumps? So oh, good. it's so good. It's so good. But okay, back to the. Podcast. <laughs> I love how off tangent we're going. I know I said it was okay, but I'm absolutely loving it so much. Um, what attraction would you be? devastated if they demolished it during your lifetime. Updates and improvements are acceptable though.
1: Oh gosh, I think we already talked about it. I think it would be small world. Like I worry sometimes that they'll be like this technology is outdated and who cares about dolls in their countries, you know what I mean? But I would be so upset if it ever went away. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, the song and whatever." Please ride the Disneyland version. I'm sure, like mm-hmm. I, all of, like I've said, all of them have something to offer. But the Disneyland one is so special. It's the first one. It was at the World's Fair, but it also we added little Disney characters to all the scenes, which everyone was so yeah. upset that they were doing at first. But it right. just makes it so cute. And yeah. like you're going, it's through- almost like hide and seek. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to like find all the things on there. Um, I always if if you ever get the chance to ride with me I like to do a little tour of all the things that I like in it because there are so many like hidden details that you're like what is that like I just noticed for the oh. first time the last time we wrote it at the beginning of ours we have like a bunch of cardboard cutout looking or plywood cutouts that are not the dolls but there's like a, there's like a scene with a bunch of mice for some reason at the be- very beginning right when you go inside and um there's one where it's these mice in a bottle that's in or like on a ship that's in a bottle and they're like fishing and stuff and I've never noticed that before I'm like you see the ship in the bottle and you're like oh that's cute and then you see the mice on it and you're like okay this is just thing like ever huh and when you're going into Great Britain um there's like an arch and there's these two little puppets on top of the arch that are like little British schoolboys, and one has a frog and the other one has a pennant that just says school and I'm like this is so funny like this kid loves school so much that he's just like school, school, school. <laughs> so oh my there's like gosh. all kinds of like little things on there that I love so much to show people so I'd be oh. really sad if they got rid of it just because it's old or it doesn't you know isn't keeping up with what the time yeah like if you compare small world to rise like obviously there's no comparison but it is also like 10 minutes in the air conditioning just like chilling out so it's needed absolutely to break up some of the adventure parts of the day I
0: think so absolutely and I I first off I want to go on small world with you I love that you love it so much (laughs) I'm I'm now I've never been one of the people that's like, oh, it's so annoying, or oh, I love it. Like, I'm just like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm with somebody that wants to go on it, I'm not gonna like rip my eyeballs out. Like, yeah. I I will go and it was fun. Um, but I will say, I again, I've been to Tokyo and going on that one, majority of it is in Japanese. And then you know there's that section for the US yeah. and they're speaking English. And I think if it wasn't for the repetitive song, I feel like a lot more people would appreciate it more and love it more. The, and mm-hmm. so when I went on Tokyo, so I was like, I really enjoy this. And they have so many more Disney characters. Like they have Pegasus, Hercules, so, Moana, oh. Rapunzel, like so many so more. Cute. I That was, like I said, it that would be just so fun if like every month they randomly added like a new Disney character yeah. and it was like almost a game to go find they it, it and out. stuff.
1: They, yeah, because – And here's the other thing, like, uh, not Haunted Mansion, Small World Holiday in Disneyland. I don't know why they don't do that overlay in Disney World. Like, I understand why they don't do the um, Haunted Mansion Holiday because, like, if you're there just one time in your whole life, you want to ride, like, and it is such a destination place versus a regional park like Disneyland is. Absolutely. Um, So if you're there, you want to ride the actual ride. So I get why they don't do it Mm -hmm. to Haunted Mansion. They could totally do it to the Small World there. It is so beautiful and like the first time I wrote it I was like who cares like Christmas lights big deal okay I was so overwhelmed by what they did in there they add so much to that ride it's just they fill every area of that ride with not just Christmas things but like holiday traditions from around the world in each of these lands and it's so beautiful and they add scents to each of these rooms like in Great Britain it's pine and then in um you know asia they do like an orange blossom and in mexico it's cinnamon and then they have like a cute little underwater world that's coconut and they play jingle bells and i feel like it's kind of a welcome break from the small world song but it's still like a repetitive thing And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just so cute. So I feel like they're missing an opportunity in Disney World to like add a little extra magic to that time that wouldn't totally change your ride experience if you're only there once ever, you know, so absolutely. um, Absolutely. If anyone's there in Disneyland for Christmas, don't skip this ride because it will have the longest wait times of the year, but it's totally worth it. And if you have a genie plus, like definitely use it for that because it's
0: Oh, for sure. It's worth
1: skipping that line, but it's it's so beautiful in there. And I was this all brings back to like the adding different things sometimes would be nice. Um with that one, they have 25s for Christmas Day all over that ride. They're like hidden 25s instead of hidden Mickeys. Oh. So it's also super fun to like look in each room to figure out where the 25 is. So that's a little tip I if you do ride Honor or um I always want to say Haunted Mansion Holiday, uh,
0: yes, Small World Holiday. <laughs> so I love that. You are a resident Small World expert. I, I do love it. I've made
1: many fans out of people who didn't like that ride before. So if you oh, ever see me in the parks and you're like, hey, Miriam, let's go ride Small World. I will happily do that and I'll show you everything cool about it. I oh also love gosh. Mary okay, Blair. Mary Blair is my favorite Imagineer. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> this ride is just – it speaks to me. Also – I don't know if you know this. This is the creepiest thing I've ever learned about small world. Did you know that those dolls have to have a haircut once a year? And it's because the humidity in that ride is making the yarn stretch. And so they all have to have haircuts to make sure they're even.
0: (laughs) I was about to have nightmares. I mean, it's still nightmares. What?
1: Like they all get haircuts every year because the yarn makes their hair grow. Okay. which is really something that makes sense
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no.
1: I saw really I'll send you the tiktok oh. I saw it's super funny because it's like shut okay. up it does not you know like that sound where it's like
0: no yeah. it does
1: <laughs> and then they're talking about how the dolls have to have a haircut every year I'm scared. and this is worldwide like every ride this is a thing with the dolls oh my god <laughs> oh no spooky? Whoa, spooky? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this could be a Halloween episode regardless of what your story is.
1: Haunted Small
0: World for sure. Haunted Small World. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But okay, on that note, <laughs> Let's get into your magical moment. Yes, let's do have- it. Full body chills, not just goosebumps, <laughs> full body chills. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you, um, if you would like to take it away and share your most magical moment. Absolutely. Okay. So um, anybody
1: who goes to Disney, if you never get a chance to spend a lot of time on Main Street, you maybe have not seen this production or this show, but I love the Dapper Dans. They are some of my favorite. Like, I just love that they've been there since opening day. There are main... If you guys don't know, they're the quartet of um, gentlemen on Main Street. And so there's usually four... They're... Not usually. There is four of them. And they all wear different mm-hmm. pinstripe colors. And you can they're actually... so bright and vibrant. Yes. <laughs> and if you've seen the show a lot like I have, then you can start to know that they always wear the same color depending on what vocal performance they're doing. So in oh. Disneyland, the lead is always in purple. The bass is always in red, and the baritone is always in blue, and then the tenor is always in yellow. So anyway, that's just like a little fact about the Dapper Dance. I didn't
0: know that. Thank you. And the the colors are different in
1: Disney World because you guys have a green stripe instead of yellow, I believe. I think you guys – I can't remember the Disney World colors. I don't get to see their show as often. But they always introduce themselves and tell you what part that they're singing, but – That's just from watching so many shows, I know. And they always stand in the order that, the same order. But anyway. (laughs) The same color. Oh, I love it. I love, it always goes yellow, purple, um, red, and blue. But anyway, so I love the Dapper Dans so much. And I always try and watch their three o'clock show, which is in front of the fire station. And that's usually when they do their tap dancing. And it's a little bit of a longer set than normal. My favorite sets to watch are always halloween they do um lots of halloween songs obviously my favorite one is the headless horseman song if you guys haven't had a chance to watch this i don't know that they do it in disney world so please go because they do the cadaver dance at disney world which is a yes. whole thing that i wish we had we used to have it which during is the,
0: the- and would you explain the cadaver dance? Yes, the cadaver dance are don't know.
1: during Halloween time. They used to do it at Disneyland too on the Rivers of America during um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. Now it's Oogie Boogie Bash on the West Coast and we don't have the, geta- the cadaver dance because the dapper dance happen to be Disneyland-specific and Magic Kingdom-specific. They don't go between parks. So mm-hmm. anyway, the cadaver dance are the dapper dance dressed up in dead face. And in Disney World, they were like... <laughs>
0: dead face. Yeah,
1: so they have like... Uh, so in Disneyland, they were all dressed in their in suits with top hats and they were on um, a boat on the rivers of America singing creepy songs. And in Disney World, they do a cowboy theme. They're in Frontierland, which is so cute. Yes. That set is it one is. of my favorite things. I've never got to see it in person, but they do yeah. the cutest Western songs and they all have like. They're all like cowboys from beyond yes. the veil. So, and they'd sing like, it right like in front
0: of or, yeah. um, Like a mayor or like a sheriff or something. Like they're mm-hmm. each a different type of Western Yeah, like one has a, a hatchet hat in his head. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, but they're yes. not scary.
1: Like if you are bringing your kids, no. you don't need to be scared of the cadaver dance. They're very, they do like a lot of dad jokes in between the songs. So <laughs> they're very fun and-
0: um, Very approachable. Yeah,
1: I love them. But so for Disneyland, we don't have the cadaver dance anymore they are in orange pinstripes and black pants um, on main street and this is going to matter because this particular time i decided to disney bound as the as the um halloween dapper dance so me and my best friend made orange pinstripe vests and black skirts and we like went to disneyland and we were like oh let's watch as many sets as we can while we're dressed up as them so there is one set that they do on coke corner which is um refreshment corner in Disney World, we have something similar in Disneyland and we had that's where our ragtime piano player is. And so they do a set every day with the ragtime piano player. So he'll play piano and they'll sing the songs. And so we were just having a break and sitting there. And I didn't realize this, but during that set, they will pick someone out of the crowd to become an honorary Dapper Dan. And they had spotted no. me earlier in the day dressed as them. And so they pulled me up to sing a song with them and I can send you the video it's really funny like I had no idea that they were gonna do this so I was like kind of embarrassed but it was also like really fun and it happened to be like four of my favorite Dans that day because of course I like know all of them (laughs) by sight not I've never yeah never introduced myself um but anyway so they were four of like I just like this grouping of gentlemen together they they like have really fun chemistry whatever so they pull me up and I sing a song with them, and then afterwards they give you a little card as like um, a souvenir, where it's it has your name and it because they, they ask you sneakily as you walk up like what's your name and they make this card, but it says Miriam Kenley is an honorary Dapper Dan and they sign it and it's just like the <gasps> cutest. So they gave that to me and my best friend, oh. even though I was the only one that came up and sang with them. But it was yeah. it was just really fun, and they don't have to do that, you know. They could just like do their set right. like normal but it's cute i've seen kids get now i've seen it a bunch after i was one of them but they pull now kids that you're out made aware yeah something
0: to look out for absolutely yeah. and and it's just like how was your singability? it was
1: terrible but luckily <laughs> they like only make you sing like a couple lines and they okay it's funny because it's also kind of a joke like they sing part of the song, and they try. They like have you try and fill in what you think the song is going to be. So if you've never seen the oh. set before, you like have no clue. It's a very old song that they have you sing. Um, oh! So they're like, "Take it away, Miriam," and you're like, ah. <laughs> and then they're oh. like, they like sneakily turn you around and tell you what the line is, and then they're like, "Let's try it again," and then you try it again, and you can fill in the line but it it was really funny so it's also like a little bit of a they're trying to take the heat off of you like actually singing I think by like making it like a funny interactive thing and then you know like the Dapper Dans at the end of each song will always like take their hat off and like do a big flourish and so they gave me one of their hats to do that with and It was just like so fun. And what I really think it says about Disneyland is how special our character interactions are. Disney World is, I love meeting Mickey and all those things, but you have to go to like a specific place, usually a room with him or any of the characters. And what's so special about Disneyland is they happen organically all day during the park when you're at the parks. So that was one of them for me. Like I just went to go watch and they pulled me up and I became a Dapper oh. Dan with them <laughs> or Dapper Danielle, oh whatever you want to think. <laughs>
0: Dapper Danielle. I love that. So, oh, I think that's
1: going to be the name of the episode for sure. Yeah. Dapper Danielle. Um, but like, oh. yeah. So I don't know. I, I wanted to say like if you haven't been to Disneyland and if you feel like, oh, I've already met Mickey a thousand times, the interaction is going to be totally different on our main street than it ever will be again so i would say definitely stand in those lines because you never know what could happen there was another time where my best friend was dressed up as pinocchio and um what is the villain that weird cat villain it's like mr longfellow um, i think oh yeah honest
0: honest, and and somebody else like the one with the long droopy sleeves that are so funny yes
1: So they were in Fantasyland just like taking pictures, walking around and they saw my friend and they came running up to her and grabbed her and like took her away. Like they were all going to go join the theater troupe. Like, oh my so goodness. things like that like, are happening all the don't time. Don't go to
0: school. Go this <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> or one time
1: I was dressed up as Han Solo and I was in Galaxy's Edge and just taking pictures in front of the Millennium Falcon. And this is pre-pandemic, I'll, I'll say, because I think the interactions are still a little um, in Galaxy's Distant. Edge specifically, they're still, like, kind of behind the barrier. They're not, like, out in the crowd necessarily with Daisy or with um Ray and Chewie. But this time, Chewie came out from backstage, saw me, literally came running up to me and picked me up and, like, spun me around because he was, like, recognized that I was Han. Buddy. And, like, made his, like, <laughs> Chewy sound and, like, it drew, like, a crowd. There was, like, people taking videos and, like, it was, like... Oh. It was really magical, so I think that there's just something special where they have a little bit more freedom with being able to roam around or pick people out of a crowd or do those kinds of things in Disneyland because they don't get yeah. swarmed. I think they would get swarmed in Disney World because there's so many people. But
0: absolutely, and it, it starts to become like a, a safety concern for sure totally, for these characters. Disneyland- yeah. Yeah, and Disneyland, like we said, more local, more Mm -hmm. homey, more – it's a little slower paced. And so I think also, too, uh, because I'm a big character girl myself, and I love just how, like you said, organic and also spontaneous. Mm -hmm. I remember, um, again, my February trip, we were just walking um, from the Small World area to just go take a few pictures because we were Disney-bound as Florophon and Merriweather for Mm -hmm. the Magic Happens Parade. Mm -hmm. The best parade. we passed – it was – oh so good i'm so glad i went back out to see it again yes um but we saw aladdin and genie um and he was in his prince ali outfit too which is very 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 rare rare. yes um moana merida and just like they came up to us because you know we're dressed up and whatnot and it was so cool and like again spontaneous and organic is such like a a key word and just even the interactions between characters and movies and stuff like One of my favorite examples I always bring is um, the fairy godmother passing by Peter Pan. And she, you know, an older lady goes, you know, have you been a good boy, Peter? (laughs) And he's like, well, I have, but the Lost Boys really haven't. So uh, I should go talk to them and get them in a tip-top shape. And they're just like passing by. Like they didn't have to say anything to each other. And it's absolutely precious. Again, Disneyland. Disneyland. So
1: cute it's like that like cutest place on earth should be the tagline on on that yes, one it's so cute on earth. um the one time i saw this this was recently this was like right when characters came back and you could hug them like because they they were back like from a distance for a while but this is like when they were like hey you can hug characters again Um, uh, we were at the parks like the day after and the evil queen was walking around and we were <gasps> by snow white's wishing well and she came by and she was like They'll just like grab a kid. They'll like hold their hand and like go for a little stroll. So she was with she was with a little girl going for a stroll. And right as she walked by the well, our well like has um, Snow White singing. So it's like she sings on the yes. mountaintop and then it echoes in the well. So as she's walking by, Snow White starts singing and she just like grabs her ear and she's like, oh my gosh, do you hear that? It's so pitchy, like making fun of Snow White <laughs> as she's walking by. We were dying laughing. It was so funny. Like they just. Stay in character in a way that's magical and they don't make it weird or uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, it's just so fun. So, even if you think you're too old for the character interactions, like, just Mm -hmm. give it a try. It's so fun. And definitely watch those Dapper Dan sets. I don't know if I sold it enough, but I'm telling you, especially the Halloween set, it is a really good time and it definitely will draw a crowd because. The choreography for the Headless Horseman song is top notch and it's so fun. I to go YouTube this after we get done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I at one point, it. I've watched it so many times. I'm like, I could, my body like wants to do, like dance with them because I know. Yes. The whole thing. Like, it You're is like, just so fun. I,
0: what you should have done is, um, you said it was during Halloween yeah. time, maybe instead of be like, I, I can't sing, but I'll do the choreography <laughs> with you and then be like, what? <laughs> that's what maybe you should have whispered to them next time next time it's so
1: true i'm just like (laughs) i know this whole thing and the song is actually from um the mr toad's wild ride and the ichabod crane double feature you know how they they did the adventures of Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane, I think, is the name yes, of the movie. Yes, the but it's in the yeah, it's in the cartoon. Totally, totally strange, but it's in the Ichabod Crane. It's um while they're at the party, and Bing Crosby originally sings it, but the Disneyland Dapper Dans did like a slightly different um, arrangement for it to work for quartet because they don't have instruments, obviously. Oh, so it's really, really cool cute and fun. Um, and they do the honorary Dapper Dan even outside of Halloween time. So. If you have a chance, watch oh. that Coke Corner set. I think it's usually around one, but you can ask a cast member, they always know where they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. So that's the other oh. special thing about the Disneyland Dapper Dans is they're always in a different place. Like we have a little front porch area that they do. Mm-hmm. We have in front of the fire station. They'll do, they'll come out with the marching band midday and they're up on the train station steps, they do the coke corner set and then they do one that's just kind of near the hub. So, oh, and the, yeah. the my one of my favorite ones too is they'll go on the um trolley. trolley? Mhm.
0: Yes, I was going to say I feel like I catch them when they're on the trolley and um again if people want to catch them but you know it draws too much of a crowd or you are in a comfortable seat on main street like they'll project the um, The vocals the sound Mm -hmm. yes the vocals around the area so you can hear it very well Um, but again you want to see that choreography for sure (laughs) what I would love to see them bring back
1: and I know why they don't it's just too crowded in the parks now but the bicycle made for four is like my favorite thing that they used to do they did this like long time ago but but um, they, they, if you've ever watched the Modern Family episode where they all go to Disneyland, even if you guys have never seen that show, hilarious. It mm. has the most funny Disney culture references in it, and mm. one of the the kids like her ex-boyfriend is a dapper Dan and she sees him riding by on this bicycle made for four and it is like one of the funniest things and he like crashes into the produce cart so you're also like watching it and you're like I know exactly where that is and that is so funny and I would I would die from happiness if I saw the bicycle built for four shtick, and they did it again but there's so many people on Main Street I know that's why they don't do it someone would bump into them and it would be a disaster but um Mm -hmm. so cute I love that they had that at one point in time.
0: Now you you know you mentioned the bus or the bus the you mentioned the bike in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway yeah. that first scene you could see the uh, animated version of the Dapper Dance go on a four person bike so on these
1: little hills uh, it's so cute and they're in their colors it's it's I love that part I see that is it I'm, color
0: accurate though are they in the right order I think on so the bike? I'll
1: I'll confirm next time I ride but I believe okay. that they are I think the lead is in the front and he's in purple so
0: very cute Perfect. oh my gosh i love it well mary is there anything else you want to share about that story before we close out i don't think so i'll i'll try and send you a picture of my little i still have the card i should get
1: it laminated but i haven't yet oh
0: absolutely framed yeah. honestly yeah, i'll try and send you a picture of
1: the card so you have it because it's really cute wonderful
0: but... and we'd love to see the video too yes and <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, you are a resident. Uh, after talking with you, I want to ride Small World with you. I want to go watch the Dapper Dance with you. I basically just need to come back to Disneyland is what I'm hearing.
1: I think so. 100%. We should,
0: we should plan a trip. But um, where can people find you again if you want to ride to everybody where we can follow along your adventures? Yes, I'm on Instagram and TikTok
1: as The Churro Fund and then also on the Chip and Co podcast network on We Like Theme Parks. So everybody, mm-hmm. go check it out. It's a it's a fun time. We're we're silly over there. So
0: I can't wait. I'm going to go listen to your uh, Halloween Horror Nights yes, episode. Since we yes. love Halloween
1: the best. Oh my <laughs>
0: gosh! Well, Miriam, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time. It has been absolutely a delight chatting with you. Of course, thank you
1: so much for having me. This was so fun.
0: Awesome, and I'll be on your podcast very
1: soon. Yes, we can't wait. <laughs>